ever watch um, uh, Teen Wolf? No. So the main character is from Teen Wolf. She was one of the werewolves. Her name is Shelly Henning. I'm sorry. Henning. I'm sorry. A wolf? Yeah, on Teen Wolf. You never watched the show? Wolf. That's what I said. You said wolf. And then you said werewolves. <laughs> you have to pronounce the L. So you brought up a point. Little Lamar had to go to speech therapy for his W's in second grade. And clearly I had a regression in that moment. And I could not say wolf. I said wolf. wolf. There you go. Wolf. You're like teen wolf. I was like, like, oh, he's saying teen wolf. I'll let that one slide. But then you said he's a werewolf and teen wolf. And I had to call it out. I'm so sorry. I don't mean to trigger little little Justin Lamar's um, insecurities. I just wanted to make sure you knew that there there is an L. Hi, Justin. Hey, Lindsay. This is pretty wild. Are you ready? Hello, cuties, and welcome back to episode 45 of Perspectives of Pop Culture. And we are here to provide holiday cheer and celebrity gossip entertainment news to you. That was like an odd intro. Well, I feel as though like every couple of um, episodes, like especially when we're getting new listeners and we're seeing likes in our listens, we should just kind of like reintroduce our ourselves in our platform you know our, our shtick our shtick like what are what are you nice. here okay i like i mean sure i love it and holiday cheer is just top of mind because i had a holiday cheer filled weekend you did have a holiday cheer filled weekend i i'm not gonna lie i haven't quite gotten into the holiday spirit yet you know no, I feel you. I feel like everyone's kind of feeling that right now. Like no one really feels like it's Christmas, at least in my circle. But this Saturday cemented the holiday cheer for me. And now I'm in it and I leave to go home on Thursday. And then that is when it'll like really define the holidays for me. First of all, your weekend looked fabulous. I'll let you tell everybody about your evening. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I didn't. I guess I didn't realize you were coming back so soon. Yes, because as you know, I have babies to see, babies to snuggle, babies to kiss, Look, babies to guys, meet. Lindsay does this like holiday sprint every year. Yeah. And I honestly don't understand how she does it or the fact that she signs herself up to do it every single year. But I understand that she has to do it to see everybody. Honestly, but thank man. you for acknowledging the turmoil that um, Gonzo and I put our bodies through every time we visit home to California. It's because a lot. It's a lot, and it's really hard to make sure that you're, like, hitting every mark. And yeah. we always walk away feeling guilty no matter how many places and things we've seen Look, and done. if anybody comes for you guys or make you guys feel guilty, tell them to see me because I'll cut them. Okay, because look, this is the thing. Even when Jackie and I go to Bakersfield, we feel yeah. like pulled in different directions of trying to hang out with people, and like all of our families in the same town, and yeah. still feeling that like not having time for this person or that person, and people making feel guilty. So imagine you guys not even being on the same technical continent, 
and trying to squeeze everybody in and all up and down California. Like, you guys are doing your best. I'm and going north to south. North to south. And I, yeah, like we always try to tell you, like, hey, if you're not going to make it to Santa Barbara, it's okay. I know we're and at to the Nevada. Top of the list, though. Oh, and you're going to Nevada. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. This is why you guys are always at the top of our list. When we're business partners and we are <laughs> business gurus and we need Got to it. like make content, you know? Well, I feel like we need like some in-person interactions every yeah. so often. We really you know? do. It recharges our batteries and our souls. And they're always Absolutely. the best episodes when we're in Agreed. person. Agreed. <sighs> Thank you. Anyways, my weekend was holiday filled. Like we said, I had two parties. I set two tables. Obviously, one more iconic than the other just due to the nature of my planning. Um, But this tablescape that I made for my December cookbook club will forever be like one of the things I'm most proud of myself for. Like the whole time I was like, I am obsessed with myself right now. And just like, like that doesn't happen often. You know, when you do something that's just like so sick and you're obsessed with yourself in that minute, like you're like, I'm so proud of myself right now, whatever it may be. Like I can't run in a turkey trot, but I can set a fucking table. (laughs) And that's where I shine. Me after that Christmas rod thing. Yeah. 100%. Yes. Where you're like, I'm obsessed with myself right now. I did such a good job. I'm killing it. And that's how I felt. Mm -hmm. And that was just like such a welcomed feeling that I haven't felt in a while. Probably since my last cookbook club. But this one topped it. The bow. The bow was iconic. Shout out Gonzo who actually figured out how to hang it. Actually, I I figured it out. Oh. He hung it. Yeah. And he gets the credit for hanging it. But I had the, the mechanics. And Look at you. let me just tell you, next time, I think the bow is going to be a um, a recurring installation in my cookbook club, just with different fabrics. Because uh, uh-huh. I made this bow for $7 extremely easily. And I didn't know what I was doing the first time. So I just was like focused on trying to figure it out. And it took me five minutes. I could have taken it apart and like showed people how to do it. But mm-hmm. for my next cookbook club, when I make another bow, I will be making a tutorial to show everyone how to make giant bows in whatever fabric that you want. And then you can have customizable giant bows like your birthday parties and stuff. I, I would like to put it out there to everybody that this bow was literally made out of tablecloth. Like that's how big it was fabric. It yeah. Was. I got four yards of fabric from Walmart. It was in the discard mm-hmm. pile. You know how fabric stores, like, we don't have a Joann's. And that will forever, like, be upsetting to me because I needed a Joann's, you know? But, you know, Walmart has Joann's, fabric. You don't have you don't have Trader Joe's. I don't have Michael's. Wow. The fact that I can be okay. this crafty without a Michael's is honestly one of my talents. I should put it at the top of my, of my resume. <laughs> Same. Anyway, so I had a stunning uh, cookbook club. We... The girlies brought out their Canon G7X, which is still at the top of my my wish list of life. And it didn't disappoint, and I love it. And um, I'm going to bribe them to bring it every week with the cute tablescape because I – or every month because I need the photos. And we just yeah. had such a girly fun time. And then on Sunday, we had to say goodbye to one of my island besties, Elizabeth, Liz. She's off to Capitol Hill. We're so proud of her, but she's leaving and we had to give her a little going away party. And that was bittersweet. You know, when you're at a party, but you're saying bye to someone and it's a sad party. You don't know if you're supposed to be like sad or happy or what. 
Yeah, it's like an awkward, yeah, like a goodbye party. I think like all the ones that I've been to are so involved in just getting shit based that you kind of just like. Yeah, and that was kind of the vibe over here. the sad part. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like Which we I passed a like... Casamigas bottle around and said our favorite Liz memories. Uh huh. And it was fun and sad. You know what? I think one of my um. This is one of my early resolutions for next year that I just want to throw out there. I think I want to be a girly that cries more. Like, I think I need to learn how to cry. Like, I want to be one of those girls Um, that just, like, knows how to cry when she's having an emotional day and she lets it out of her body. I think saying it out loud makes it disgenuine. (laughs) Oh, that I want to be, like, more of a crier. here's the thing I wish like I wish I could just be like I'm gonna cry more and then like start crying I like physically can't do it sometimes like it takes a lot for me to like really cry but like a good therapeutic cry feels so nice and sometimes I like I'm having a frustrating day or something sad Uh happens or I hear a sad news and I can't cry and then it's like Uh inside just bundled up huh yeah, I just want to be like one of the girls like are, are in tune with their emotions and like can cry. Yeah, I feel in like moments as where I get it's older, applicable. Yeah, yeah, I feel like in, like as I get older, I get more like I cry easy. Like I find myself going back, and I'll even watch a movie that I've seen before, and it'll yeah. get to like a really sad part, and I get teary eyed. And then like I taught a yoga class last week, and I like joked on my Instagram about it being a very emotional playlist, and I had Mac Miller on there. I was like, oh guys, we might have to sit and cry, Lindsay. Yes. I was closing the class and it was, I ended with a Mac Miller song. One of the ones that he did for Spotify um, is a beautiful song anyway. And I was like sitting there getting ready to like do my like spiel at the end of class about my quote and all this stuff. Yes, yes. And like, I actually got choked up. And then I noticed a girl next to me was crying. And then I heard somebody else over in the other corner, like crying. I was like, guys, I apologize. Like I didn't plan on actually crying, but like Stop. listening to Mac Miller was so emotional. And then like the theme tied in really well. It was I themed about like um, setting goals for yourself and like wanting to better yourself is like a double edged sword because you start to create these checklists. And then if you don't like finish those checklists or do those things, then it's like self ammunition against yourself. So like you really have to look at like when you're wanting to better yourself, is it coming from a place of like self-criticism and critique or is it coming from a place of acceptance of where you are and trying to build? And so anyway, I like think about it, it was, it was That's beautiful, time. Justin. You, we Thank should you. really um, put a pin in that theme for our end of the year episode. Uh, I like that. Um, it's I think it's a great for classes for the next two weeks. So it'll be on repeat. No, that's stunning. And I love when you give your little spiels at the end. I wish you should just record them and like upload them later so the the mass population can can learn from you. So I'm actually what I plan on starting to do is like sharing my playlist for my yoga classes because a lot of people ask me for them. And I yeah. always just say like, oh, here's a link. Here's a link. So I do plan on doing that. And then the themes that because like there's sometimes where I bullshit a theme. I'm not going to lie because I like think about it last minute. But the ones that are like really deep and really meaningful, like I had one about um Andre 3000 and uh, his new album a couple weeks yes. ago is posting the playlist along with the theme for the class of the class for that week on my Instagram. I made like a bunch of new highlight reels and like I plan on that being one of the sections. I like that. So, or if you come. did like a like a reel and you voice over the theme. Ooh. 
while you're showing the playlist, you know? I love that. Okay, but here's the thing, what I'm talking about. you Like, I can get teary-eyed. I get teary-eyed more yeah, yeah. than I used to. I want to, like, rage cry. Like, I want to be one of those girls that know how to, like, rage cry in their bedroom or, like, in the car by themselves. Or, like, in the shower. Okay. Do men rage cry? Um... I think I've, I've only done it one time in my life. No, one time that I remember in my adult life. And it was um, with a particular someone who like said something really mean to Jackie and was being a really ugly person to a bunch of people wow. at like a gathering. And I lost my shit. And <laughs> that was like a rage cry. Uh, it t- But it took a lot. Like it took somebody being particularly ugly to my person and the people around me and I just got I was so angry I just started crying and yeah it was a lot yeah I just feel like maybe if we all rage cried more we'd be nicer like outwardly in our day-to-day lives because we've gotten it out I mean yeah that goes for like all the like pent-up emotions like yeah if you exactly. just let the emotions out in pieces or when they're appropriate then you won't have these big bundled up bursts of letting go of emotions that are like inappropriate times and like Patrick Mahomes in last night's game when he was crying at the press conference because that man was offsides. I don't know. Oh, I knew they lost last night, but I did not know he was crying. Oh, just a little injury. We didn't make it a sports story because it's just like kind of it's just like layman behavior. But like I understand yeah. it was upsetting, and you know he rage cried. He rage cried, yeah. and I'm happy for him in that yeah. moment. But it, it he could have done it privately. Um, this man was offsides. I don't know which player. And it was like for the game-winning touchdown. And it was actually like a really good play of Tra- Travis Kelsey's career. And they made the uh-huh. touchdown. But then once the touchdown happened, they went back and looked at the footage. And then they threw a flag because the man's foot was offsides from the very beginning of the play. So then Patrick Mahomes was pissed because they lost the game because they couldn't keep that touchdown that and he probably had oh, a yeah, good rage cry bills. yeah that's the point and uh afterwards i get they he, the rage cry see he was able to let out the rage cry and then him Brittany, travis and taylor went out to a christmas theme party yeah, or and was bar. able to have a good night I had a great night. See, See? this Let is why we out. need to rage cry so that you can have 20 to like, honestly, a 25 minute rage cry. You're going to have a good three weeks. Like you've got it out, <laughs> sister. Like this is what we need to do. We need to like get it. Maybe the next playlist you should make is like crying a playlist to cry to. Yeah. A playlist to help That's... you cry. Sometimes I just That's need great. to. Anyways, how was your weekend? Um, my weekend was nothing too crazy. I had worked all weekend, so I was sleeping a lot. Oh, speaking of working all weekend and my legs right now are so, so I did a mega reformer Pilates class for the first time. Oh, I saw, I saw. It's hard. When I tell you, this ties into my theme, but my legs are so sore and I think it's important and this is my like trend of the week is like when we do whatever you're a yoga teacher or your yoga person or your Pilates person or your weightlifter or your swimmer or runner if you only do that your body doesn't like get like the feeling of like changing things because like I weightlift a lot now and but like Uh-oh. I did that what was that about <laughs> I'm just proud of you for weightlifting 
Oh. Thank you. I've I've done it consistently for the last two years. You're doing anyway, a great job. Thank you. Anyway. I went to that Pilates class. It kicked my ass. I had to take continual stops multiple times. And like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I have the strongest legs in the world, but like I can support myself. And doing lunges on that thing, I felt so unsteady and so wobbly and shaky. And like I was about to do the splits at any moment. It was the craziest, like the way my glutes and my thighs hurt afterwards was insane. So my trend to you is try something different. Get outside of your comfort zone. Try a different kind of fitness class. And trust me, your body, especially if you feel like you're plateauing or you're like kind of stagnant in whatever yeah. workout you're doing. And you're like, oh, I'm not feeling very much anymore. or You're not getting sore anymore. Go try something different. You know what? This and is a great me. time of year to do so too because I bet there's a lot of – there's about to be a lot of promotions from all the different gyms oh. around your town for the new Hell year. Yes. And this is the time to take advantage. I'm sure a lot of places are offering a free class. Go try a few mm-hmm. different things and see like, oh, actually that was really fun. I never thought I would like that. I've I've yep. been through so many phases. Bar phase, um, a spinning phase, orange theory yep. phase. I would really like Pilates to be my next phase except that is the most expensive form of – workout classes oh my god so i'm 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 djing at this studio so they like gave me a bunch of free classes which actually i got wow that's a a really good trade absolutely i got a text that they sold out all the classes that i'm djing which is pretty stoked about anyway Mm. um yeah try try out a different workout so um what else did i do this weekend i didn't do yeah like i worked we went over to um the family's house that jackie used to nanny for growing up um, I'm not growing up, but like when she was in college and like Jackie has nannied this girl since she was like two and now she's like 12, which is yeah, insane. crazy. Um, so that was fun. And then like, I did a lot of like, oh, I applied to be, I applied for, what is it called? Like LTK. Um, oh, let me know if you get approved. Why say it like that? Cause I applied as pop and we didn't get approved. Oh, as pop. Yeah. I wouldn't. Why would we get approved as pop? Because we're icons. I don't know. I didn't know LTK was so exclusive. I feel like you have to be like a single person. Like they're not going to do like a podcast. But why not? We would have so many things to share on like to know it. We could have like a Justin's section, a Lindsay section, you know, and it would just be all under one place. Like we could talk about our trends of the week and then we can link them to a like to know it page. That is true. Well, yeah. So everyone that like to know it, hello, let us in. I'm gonna knock on the door. If you have any ins, let us know. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay. So did that, and that's about it. I love that for you. Sounds Thank wholesome. You. Right, thanks. Um, since Justin shared his trend of the week, I'll share mine, and it is pajama parties. My December cookbook club was pajama party themed. And I think all adult parties should have pajamas as their first consideration for a theme because there's nothing better than like drinking wine and eating good food when you're so comfortable and everyone still looks so cute and cozy and you can dress up a pajama, let me tell you. But I feel like, so this is, I think, is very specific to females because most guys that I know don't necessarily own a pajama set. And if they do own a pajama set, it's typically holiday themed, themed matching with their significant other. 
Because, like, I'm not going to lie. I never had a pajama set until I met Jackie. And my pajama sets now, for the most part, are Christmas-themed pajama sets. And those are the only ones I have. Yeah, I know. I hear you. It's it's a lot easier for men to be comfortable. By the way, like, I'm not sleeping in the pajama set that I posted in. Like, it's way too hot. But for the <laughs> – for the – for the night, it was really comfortable and it was really cute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And I would wear them again, like, when people are com- – like, if someone came over for a pajama – or not pajama, for, like, a movie night, wear those pajamas, mm. you know? I feel yeah, like yeah. men should have one – at least one good pair of, pa- like, matching pajama set that's not holiday-themed that, like, when someone yep. comes over in the nighttime that you could throw on that's cozy, I that is actually on my uh, like list of like gifts for men that I I made was like a pajama set because I realized I don't even have one it's like a cute matching pajama set and it doesn't have to be crazy of course I want one that's like from J Crew but regardless you can get one from Target yes also when you're on vacation with a friend or you're visiting friends or you're with your like sitting at a family member's house you do need Mm -hmm. A, a pajama set like I travel with pajama set everywhere I go because I'm usually staying with friends and mm-hmm. at night I'm going to put on my cute pajama set and still feel like I can be in other people's presence because you know at home I sleep in underwear but yeah. at other people's homes I need a pajama set yeah I see I feel like for guys it's just like basketball shorts and a t-shirt I know it's really unfair that you guys have that you know yeah. a pajama like, set can also being... include like a, a cute sweatsuit Oh, I mean, I put those in a different category. Okay, well, anyways, you guys have a pajama party, okay? Everyone <laughs> loved it. It was so comfortable. I didn't. I wasn't like dying to get out of my outfit at the end of the night. I felt cute, and I didn't have to suck in my stomach. So, love that for me. That's the top of the pros list. You won't have to suck in your stomach. Same as fuck. Yeah. Remember, you you know with your tight sweater bloatness on Thanksgiving, imagine if you were wearing pajamas. You wouldn't have given a damn about your bloat. Don't remind me about that horrible time that well, I had. Well, it didn't seem like you were understanding the importance of having the freedom to just like let it all hang out. And I wanted I didn't to remind understand you. until you reminded me of that time. Like, oh, yes, that would have yes, been nice. Yes, it would have been nice. Okay, pajamas. <laughs> Oh man! Let's get into our stories. We have a few big ones. Stories, huge. I think this might be one of the biggest couple news of the year. Not the biggest, but one of the biggest. Top five for sure. Selena Gomez reveals she and Benny Blanco have been dating for six months. Huh? I didn't even know there were. I didn't even know this was rumors. No, there was never a rumor until literally the day before, and then yeah. She commented on it facts. So obviously someone saw them somewhere, probably out in LA. Yeah. And someone was like, Oh, they're rumored to be dating because they were seen together at dinner. You know how we always get yeah. those things. And then she literally commented on this like celebrity gossip Instagram. Mm-hmm. Facts. Just like out of that's and that's how she confirmed their relationship. Is from well, like a random they- celeb gossip Instagram site. And then she started posting, like, Comment. all the photos over the last six months of them. And, like, they look very cute together. You think? <laughs> you don't? 
Okay, I'm really – I have to tread lightly here because, like, I love Selena Gomez. And I really do yes. feel as though we could be best friends and that we would uh-huh. be – get along so great. Like, me, her, and Taylor, my dream. I And I still have hope that that could happen because Selena has a lot of girlfriends that are just normal girlies. So yeah. I don't want to say anything bad. I just want to say that I didn't expect this. And I, mean- I am not loving it. Mostly because his public persona doesn't seem very sweet is the word that I will use and a little chaotic. And Selena Gomez time and time again has very much let us know that she needs someone that's going to be grounding and Mm -hmm. like just want to hang out and watch movies with her. And for some reason, I have this idea that Benny Blanco like likes to go to parties and stuff. Yeah. And that is mismatched with Selena in my mind. Also, she's one of the hottest women alive, and he's not one of the hottest men alive. That was the nicest way I could put it. But so if she's happy, I'm happy. Yeah. So – I you you kind of right like their personalities don't seem like they match but I feel like almost like that is a good thing because he's like he's like that guy who's like goofy funny and girls just find that attractive because he's so confident in his like off the wall kind of crass humor that's like attractive you know and like he's also like this like pretty big music producer he was on that show Dave who I thought was he was absolutely hilarious on Dave. Yeah. Um, him, him, and his like homoerotic moments. <laughs> no, like he's character. talented. He's funny. I'm sure yeah. people love to be around him. He just seems yeah. more of like a bestie than a boyfriend. Oh, a friend zone. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just. I mean, yes, I I do agree. Objectively speaking, if we you know if we are going to talk about somebody's looks, <laughs> it's a lot of side hair. <laughs> I'm not in and this is my personal preference I'm not into like a really hairy man like that yeah it seems sweaty and <laughs> when I look at men with a lot of hair I just think that they're probably really damp to the touch but I Ew. that's based off of no research of my own that's just what I see got it so a hairy man like kind of turns me off in that regard Okay. To so I'm own, not like said. into Benny Blanco, but like Selena is just like objectively one of the most beautiful girls in the world. Yeah. So, so it's not confusing building to me. a ship for this couple. Um, no, I'm not going to build a ship. I'll, you know what? I'll build a party boat because that's what it seems like it is. That was, also, good. That was a good one. Th- thank you. Her that was a good one. commenting back in the comment section to fans was wild behavior for a celebrity. Like, we didn't even what comment she... back to our haters on a reel. Like, and she's no. commenting, she's like a real celebrity commenting back to haters or her fans that were like, this is not it. Who's giving similar sentiment to me just in a more um, harsh, blunt way? Yeah. And yeah. she's like snapping, clapping back. And I just hope he does the same for her because he has written like a few diss, like one-liners about Selena Gomez because he works a lot with Justin Bieber. Oh, uh, wait. He's in the like past, Justin Bieber. He's... He, 
He's Justin Bieber's like main producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, so in the past, he's written disses yes. about Selena Gomez. <gasps> yes. Oh. So people were writing that in the comment section, and she's like, she wrote, "He's treated me better than any human being on this planet." And then in another one, she called in the best thing that's ever happened to me. And good for her. He is absolute my absolute everything in my heart, which isn't correct grammar, but we love that for her. Mm hmm. It's also only been six months. So like. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about it being six months, because remember that video that went viral of her where she was sitting at a soccer field and she was screaming at the field. I'm single. Remember yes, that video? Vaguely. vaguely. It was a TikTok. She posted it and it was like viral news. We We even talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was posted on June 8th, 2023, which is six months ago, three days ago. So, yeah. you know, unless that was like the very beginning and they weren't like exclusive yet. But I don't think it's been a full six months. I'm going to say five at the most. Yeah. I mean, when you know, you know, Lens. Can you imagine Selena and Benny and Taylor and Travis on a double date? Do you think it's Ooh, happened? No. I bet you it's happened. No. No. You think so? You, like, what does Benny Blanco and Travis, Travis Kelsey have to talk about? I think they're both guys that could talk to anyone. You know, like, similar to you and Gonzo, like, you could talk yeah. to anyone about any subject and, like, it would come across great. Like, I yeah. really think that they're both – they both have that characteristic. They both have Riz. Mm. And Riz recognizes Riz. <laughs> you know? Nice use of the uh, – Webster the word, word of, of the, the year. year. Yeah. My zillennial showing. Mm -hmm. So I bet you they have. And I would give anything to be a fly on the wall. And if they haven't yet, I'm sure it's like something that Selena and Taylor are like, oh, my God, we have to do a double date. Soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Man, that was crazy. Like at the Grammys, do you think the table will be like Selena, Benny, Taylor, and Travis? Probably. Yeah. You know what's also weird that I just thought of connected the dots in my head? Remember that like iconic photo that will forever go down in the history of iconic photos of Taylor, Selena, Blake Lively, Gigi Hadid, like all leaving dinner together? <sighs> Remember I when about that photo? I know. In March when <laughs> Selena was seen making out with Zayn at a dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like Gigi and Selena are just like out to dinner all together for a girls' night. Yep. Seems kind of wild. Selena's just out here. Gigi's just like must be a bigger person than I because I'd be like, this is so odd. I'm just supposed to be like, mm -hmm. hey, girl, you look so cute tonight. Yeah, no, that's a no. It's a no for me. That's a no. Okay. Do you have anything else to say about Selena and Benny? Wish them all the luck going into the new year. Same. I think that's a perfect sentiment to, to end on. Okay. Times 2023, person of the year, Taylor Swift. Duh. We knew that it was going to be her. There was a bunch of nominations, but none yeah, of them. Yeah, I was going to say, w once you looked at the nominations, the choice was very obvious. Like, one of them was Vladimir Putin. The other one was, like, some other, like, dictator dude. I'm just like. Yeah, but, you know, that's choice. what it usually is. It's usually, like, political figures or, like, Elon yeah, yeah. Musk. It's never yeah. been just, like, a, an American pop star. Like, Cher's yeah. never been Times Person of the Year. Madonna's never been it. You know, like, no musician has been it. I, 
Ah, uh, maybe the Beatles that. were collectively. Yeah. No, I literally went through the no- the previous ones. Oh no, I never plugged mm-hmm. in my computer. I went through the previous ones, and it all said they were all like Putin has been it before. I'm pretty sure. Like political figures, I'm being serious. Like the Pope. Yeah, exactly. The Pope. Bill dictators. Clinton, yeah, Bill Clinton, Elon Musk. Yeah, Jeff Bezos. It's never been like a Taylor Swift. There's no comparison mm-hmm. person on the list. It really is a first. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So um, that's exciting. A few I, – I think now everyone's – pretty much like because this came out last Wednesday has read this article or has seen the highlights but here's a few that mm-hmm. I found interesting personally she called out Kim Kardashian by name like straight up in her times oh, person of the year article good. she called out Kim by name she said when yeah. Kim Kardashian leaked the fake phone call that is wild to me one no one can hold a grudge like Miss Swift she really no. she really anchors down doubles down this has been what six years later kim has said publicly multiple times i'm over it obviously kim has the uh the privilege to be over it because she no one did this to her and Mm -hmm. taylor this like really shaped her as a human being and it's just it was like one of her canon moments like kim and kardashian leaking that phone call is like her roman empire and that's crazy and then when, I, when you hear that and you just think about the different accolades and things that Kim has had over these past couple of years where Taylor's really been hated and up until this past year of 2023 as she really like had her redemption story mm-hmm. and now for Taylor to be Times Person of the Year and I'm sure Kim's team Fuming. campaigns for that every year. Fuming. It's just really great. It's like really iconic of her and just like the best way to get back at your enemies is to do good yourself. And that's really the bottom line. You don't need to say anything mean. You don't have to subtweet about them or post about them. You just have to kill it in your own personal life and let the trash take out itself, which is what Taylor also said. The trash takes out itself and she's not wrong. Um, we also found out like how her, when her and Travis started dating and how her and Travis started dating. She said once she heard, his podcast where he called her out saying like, I really wanted to give her a bracelet, but she wasn't seeing anyone. We all know that Mm -hmm. viral clip. She called it metal as hell for calling her out like that. And they hung out shortly after. So that episode came out, I believe in July. So they've been dating since around July. And she also said like, we wouldn't be psychotic enough to like have hard launch our first date. Like they had already been dating mm-hmm. for like months by the time yeah. they were already fully a couple by the time you first saw her at a chief's game. And yeah. she also made the point to say that she doesn't feel the need to hide in her relationship with Travis because they're proud of each other and they're going to each other's events to support each other no matter what, which was a little slight dig back at Joe, because as we know, Joe refused to ever walk a carpet with Taylor. He never wanted to be seen out in public with Taylor. Joe Alwyn. Alwyn. Okay, got it. I know that you, like, really think of Joe Jonas, but, like, that was when she was, like, 17 and was for, like, three months. But Joe Alwyn, she dated for six years. That's crazy. 
So, and he never yeah. want he never walked a carpet with her. He never wanted to be seen with her. He never posted anything about her. And yeah. that that gets to a girly. I'd be so upset if Gonzo didn't want to if I was being awarded for something and Gonzo didn't want to walk the red carpet with me. I'd be like, that's ridiculous. That's like that's you, so annoying. That that to me shows a small man who isn't okay with like the woman being, you know, the front and center person and you being the support. Yes, you know? like he didn't like, want to be linked to Taylor Swift like that. It's like you should yeah. only be so lucky should be the attitude to be linked yeah. to your person, any person that it is. And yeah. he let his ego take over in their entire relationship. And that's what ultimately led to their demise. So her calling that out specifically was um, important and a slight, a slight back at Joe. So do you think Joe regrets – Anything with Taylor? I mean, yeah, no, probably not. Because for a guy like that to take that stance, he probably has a lot of ego. And he probably doesn't see his own mess ups and all that. And he's probably like, you know what? She wasn't the right one. She was too into herself and didn't give me the time of day. Yes. And so, yeah. the You just hit the nail on the head with men that have fragile ego egos when a woman wants to be successful they're too they they categorize that woman as they're too into themselves yeah but that's just so misogynistic and if you can't understand that like please like read a book and understand that like when a man does something for his career to and he gets accolades for his success a woman's supposed to be like really excited about that and we would never ever mm-hmm. say he's too into himself we would say yeah, no. he's so hardworking. he's dedicated. so great at his job he's so dedicated he has passion but mm-hmm. you hit the nail on the head with that great call out great call out yeah. okay so she also posed with her cat on the cover and I've never been more jealous of a photo and I want to recreate it with my cats. Do you think Winston or Wes would be a better candidate for that? Which one's the more calm one? I mean, they're both calm. Wes is just more of a kitten. Yeah. But Winston's more of like, Winston has just do more better. of a personality stance. Oh, one on each shoulder. Mm-hmm. Stunning. Would you do that with Albus if you got time person of the year? If I got time person of the year, it'd be with Jackie, first of all, because I probably wouldn't be able to get there without her. That's support. beautiful, Justin. Do what I can. Um, and then, of course, Albus would also be there because, you know, he's why I do everything. Somebody questioned my like to do list today. I had like two people question my to do list today. They were like, um, I don't know if I misread this, but did you mean to say you're meal prepping for your dog? I said, yes, it's a normal thing. Yes, I, I'm a dedicated parent. Exactly. I meal prep for my dog. Deal with it. What are you meal, meal prepping for Alvis? It's like nothing chicken? crazy. Like I, I get a bunch of carrots and a bunch of sweet potatoes from Costco. I cut some of them up like four or five carrots, three sweet potatoes, put it in a crock pot with some brown rice, just dump in like two cups of brown rice. Then I lay two like chicken um, thighs on the top of that and then put in four cups of water, put it in my crock pot, let it cook all day. And like, that's it. Like it's very minimal work. It takes me like, the longest part is cutting up everything and peeling. I was gonna say the peeling the potato is the longest part. That's dedication. It takes me like 
30 minutes to do all that. And then I add his little nutrient blend to it and I add the green beans at the last minute. And then it's ready for like a week, week and a half or whatever. And, and he, he doesn't it. do dry food. He only does that. No. So we're too, not, I shouldn't say this. We cannot financially afford for him to eat every meal that way. So yeah. we only do half of his meal at nighttime that way. Also, when you substitute out kibble for dogs, you end up having to do a lot of other supplements or you have to make sure the foods that you're giving him gives him these certain vitamins that he needs and like um, supplements that he needs. And I don't have the energy to do that or the know with all to do that slash like I don't want to buy a nutrient packet to add. Like I add a nutrient packet right now because I was trying it out, but I don't plan on keeping on doing that so you're like creating your own farmer's dog food yes Homemade. i would love to do a farmer's dog i would love to do a farmer's dog i looked into farmer's dog mave i looked into um all the other different like um, at-home dog meals most of them were averaging like 90 dollars a week to feed my dog that's insane and like I love Albus and I will love. I'm about to spend like two grand to get his teeth cleaned in in January. Excuse me? But I'm not Why yeah. is it that much more money to get a dog's teeth cleaned than a human's? Cause they have to put them to sleep to do it. And anytime a dog goes oh under my God, anesthesia. So you're paying for anesthesia. And it's important when, to get his teeth cleaned? Yeah, we thought it was just like our one vet who was saying it, but then like now we're at a new vet and she also was like, yeah, his tartar buildup is pretty bad or his plaque buildup. So we're only paying, um, our insurance pays 90%. We only pay 10. So it's not like we're paying two grand. I think we're going to end up paying like 200. Oh, okay. Okay. Justin, I was like, you're going to out of pocket two grand for a teeth cleaning? Like, no. He would have been walking around with no teeth. That's what I was like. Should he just be like, (laughs) You know, let them fall? I don't know. <laughs> It'd be kind of oh. cute if he's missing <laughs> teeth. Okay. No, it would not be cute. <laughs> Next story is something I just really wanted to bring up to talk about with Justin specifically. And Amanda Bynes talks face tattoos on podcast premiere after debuting new look. I don't know what new look she was debuting. It's how she's looked for the past, you know, like six years. And it's a... <sighs> The podcast is called the Amanda Bynes and the Paul. Wait, Amanda Bynes and Paul Semensky, the podcast. Interesting choice for a title. Let's just start there. Because it's like chai. It's like saying chai tea. Yeah. You know, because chai means tea. Means tea. Exactly. It's like we don't need the title to say podcast in it. And we also don't need to put like it'd be like if our podcast name was. Lindsay Schrader and Justin Hollowell, the the pop culture podcast. You know, like when no one knows our, our names. Like I think maybe they wanted Amanda yeah. Pine's name so that when you search it, like it comes up SEO. But yeah. we don't know who Paul Siminski is. He's a or I'm so sorry. We don't know who Paul Siminski is. They are a biochemist and they yeah. are relatively unknown. Just one of Amanda's besties. And they really carried the episode. And thank God for mm. Paul. The, yeah, I think Paul, like, he started having, like, fluidity. I really liked their discussion. They got into, like, tattoos and being accepted in the workplace and how he was saying, like, in the, like, um, scientific world and um, biochemistry world, they don't really care what you look like. It's just about the brains. And, like, I thought it was very interesting. And your accolades, like, when you, yeah. And your accolades. Because, like, yeah, when you think about, like, um, 
like researchers at labs at universities and stuff like that like they are definitely quirky they're not like clean cut they have tattoos and body totally. but it's like nobody gives a shit because they're just smart as hell yeah it's like when you look more into like the corporate world even in medicine it's like you're looked down upon and like I, I liked it a lot because, like, you know, I just got another tattoo on my lower arm. And it's oh, like, yeah, you didn't even always... mention it in the beginning. Because I plan on mentioning it now that I oh. already I thought ahead. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So He's it's made like, plan. yeah. Um, so it's like, you know, I like their kind of talk about, it, like, why does it matter? It's like, as long as you have the, you know, the resume to back up whatever you're doing and you act professionally. But on the other hand, like, I always think about, like, a lot of my patients are older. And it's like, how are they going to feel with or how they feel about a provider coming in with like their septum pierced or neck tattoos or tattoos all over their hands? It's just like you're going to feel yeah, but uneasy. That fuels the conversation of like you're not responsible for how someone else feels. You know, you're only responsible for how you feel. And it, I guess totally it's being true. considerate. But also, totally. like, if but they're being if you, judgmental, if you, why does their judgment take precedent over your comfortability or your self-expression? That's true. But I ask people this. If you were getting wheeled into the hospital because you were in the most excruciating pain in your life and something's going on and you don't know what it is, and then, like, your provider comes in with, like, neck tattoos, you're I not going to— I don't think re- I would think twice. I genuinely don't think— You wouldn't think, think you twice know, about it? What would make me think twice is if my practitioner smelled really bad. And had bad hygiene. <laughs> that would make me think twice. I think that's the number one most important rule as a practitioner of any kind. If you smell bad, if your teeth are gross, yeah. if you look dirty, that would make yeah, yeah, yeah. me more uncomfortable than like, a, a person with neck tattoos. Like neck tattoos. I don't, I don't even think I would like notice it in my in my like, yeah, time yeah. of need, but I would notice a smell. You know, you're very progressive. And speaking of that, I, was, <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> to go see a patient a week ago and i i recently started wearing cologne again i hadn't done it for like almost over a decade and i'm sitting there interview, or talking to this lady getting her history and she goes i'm just so sorry i just you just smell so good <laughs> me and my scribe were just like floor it just totally no. caught me off guard it's she's like it's scent? like distracting how smell how good you smell i was like do you want me to step back like what do you want from no, me right it, now honestly i would like I would way rather smell someone's cologne, even if it wasn't a cologne that I enjoyed, than their BO. Yeah. Like yeah. 10 times out of 10, I just want my practitioner to seem clean and have good hygiene. That is the number one thing that I'm right. concerned about when it comes to yeah. doctors and especially like Gonzo's a chiropractor and he's like extremely hygienic and, you know, always make sure he looks nice and smells nice. And yep. just imagine like someone like a chiropractor who's, you know, like handsy, like has to physically touch you and adjust you in their yep. like really sweaty palms or smell really bad or like, or breath have, like really dirt stinks. underneath their nails. Yes. It instantly gives you the ick and you can't I wouldn't be able to focus on anything other than their hygiene. So, no, the tattoos and the piercings wouldn't bother me if they were clean, if they were hygienic. I feel you. I feel that. So anyways, I. Go in ahead. regards to the episode and Amanda Bynes, Go ahead. what were your yes. thoughts on her specifically? Because so I think Paul I'm, did a great job. He did do a good, really good job. He was very – he didn't allow himself to get too binary. Sorry, Justin, with I'm just not like, sure if, if 
Paul is a they or a he. Let me look it up. So we can be respectful right. to Paul. They, it, I believe they. I'll mention them by name. So Paul, I believe, was able to really carry the conversation, allow it to kind of flow naturally, and didn't just stay restricted within like the list of questions. And I yes. can definitely tell Amanda was like, oh, here's my list of questions. Like, let me come back to these questions. And like, let me, like, a lot of them seem very like random, but it's no, also, they, I there empathize. was no like method to the question. Oh, no, they were very random question but like really we've been stiff. there we we've we like when we first interviewed somebody we had like a list of questions and like i remember myself trying to stick to the list of questions before we kind of got a little bit better yes, at but, like flowing but we created the questions with our guest in mind yes i agree we we, we could have flowed better but our yeah, questions yeah, yeah. made sense to the person we were asking them to whereas oh, yeah, hers did not amanda was like why did you move to LA? Are you a night owl or a morning owl? And why did you become a yeah. tattoo artist? It just like, it was like a Cosmo quiz. Yeah. It wasn't an interview, you know? That Definitely. Like, yes. Uh, is it, like, it was like a questionnaire you get in a Cosmo magazine to like know your astrological signs. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And like, I love Amanda Bynes, all of her work. Like, I, every piece of Amanda Bynes content from the 90s and the earliest 2000s, I mm-hmm. will forever hold so highly in my soul. Like, yeah. she's the man. What a girl wants. Iconic, iconic films. Um, the Amanda Show. She is such an icon Amazing. herself. And she seemed so timid, so unsure of herself, so different than the lot, persona. Though. She's been through so much and it shows. Just, just so different from the persona that we've seen growing up and it yeah. was upsetting me like i don't care about her face tattoo or her new like hair or her look or whatever but if she, it's like mm-hmm. you can tell her light has been turned off and it's I mean, so sad as as do most of these like child stars they were like for lack of a better word like pimped from a very young age and that was like another thing she brought up the i forgot the tattoo artist story or name her last name was moth or something like dahlia moth dahlia moth um dahlia moth she was talking about how she was a model at 14 and she it was something i never thought about is that she's sitting here modeling clothes for like young adults 20 something year olds i think she was a model for brandy melville mm, and so like she was talking about how like the clothes were being modeled or geared towards young adults but on a prepubescent body and like subconsciously that's telling these women who by that time when you're like 20 something you're starting to have curves you're like filling out as a woman that your body should not look like the way that it does it should look like this girl who's like hasn't even gone through puberty yet i think it was very like cool of her to have that kind of conscious thought and be like i don't want to take part in that like i don't want to perpetuate that at all so i thought that was very cool of her i agree there was there were good, really good conversations within the episode itself that Amanda yeah. wasn't really a part of. And I would no. have loved to hear her thoughts on what Dahlia was saying, especially about the I was 14 with the prepubescent yes. body being, yeah. you know, shown to young adults. I would have loved Amanda to jump in and say, like, yes, I also experienced that. Also, mm-hmm. their podcast is going to be all interviews. And mm-hmm. I wish we got 
like the first couple episodes were just like talking to Amanda and ta- and getting to know Paul. You know, yeah. getting to know like where have you been? Like what have you been doing? Like who are you now? So we can yeah. now know this current Amanda Bynes. But it, they're definitely putting the focus on the interviewer ease. But I'm very interested to see who they're going to have on. I wonder if she has any like old Hollywood friends that she keeps in touch with or anyone from that world that she keeps in touch with because this, this girl seemed pretty random. I wasn't sure. Like I was very confused why we were opening with Miss Dahlia Moth. Not that she wasn't great. It just was like so random to me. Yeah. I think that's just the key word is everything was random, but um, yeah, like we'll, see how this goes happy i'm like really excited to watch this evolve so i just wanted to throw it out there to anyone else who is obsessed with amanda Bynes, go listen to the podcast you know we need to support our girl we need to bring her light back and we could do that by you know encouraging her on this platform so i love it wanted to throw that out there all right next podcaster uh, maybe she'll interview us we should reach out (sighs) We should send a. We should send hey, an email. I really don't think I, it would be that hard. I honestly, I just was reading. I'm like reading this book, and they it, it multiple times talks about the best way to grow your following is like you can do all these other things and like trying to engage with your followers and all this. The best way to really boost your following is collaboration. Yeah, with other people. They actually said outside of your niche because it brings in new followers and you kind of find a way to the connection between your niches so like 100 percent. i think we should send a pitch email you know what we need to shoot our shot we have to practice what we preach absolutely honestly i would love to be on anyone's podcast if anyone's listening that has a podcast shoot your shot justin and i will come on approved (laughs) you're pre-approved if you're a listener we're ready all right um the next story is one that was a little sad uh cardi b and offset have like officially announced that they've been broken up they've been broken up for a while they can't they had both sent like some cryptic text text messages um over the last few weeks but then cardi b finally was like on instagram live and stated that she had been single for quite some time and this is all amongst like cheating scandal rumors um, on Offset's part with this person, Chris, Christian Rock. Never heard of this person before in my life. Yeah. Um, they have two kids together. And I like, I didn't necessarily stand them as a couple, but I thought they were very cute together. Like they're both being very much into fashion and from the hip hop world. And like, I watched the show that Offset co-hosted. Um, it was like a streetwear fashion competition on HBO. And like I watched that show and like Cardi B came on it and they're just cute. And I also think Beatrice yeah. is hilarious. I think she's just a funny person. She really is. Um. So, yeah. And then like I guess uh, Cardi B responded like when somebody asked her about like the cheating rumors. She's like, I don't care to find out because she's been single for a minute now. So she's like she doesn't even give a shit what he's up to. So. Yeah, I agree that I really I really enjoyed them together as a couple and thought that their banter and their personalities were really cute yep. together. I don't know why Offset just couldn't be faithful to a queen like Cardi B. Or, you know, if they wanted to have 
um, an open relationship. It just needed to be confirmed on both sides that that was what was happening. Offset. That's what you have to do. You can't just go yeah. cheat. Um, and although I'm sad, I am excited for like a single girl era for Cardi. She's still mm-hmm. really young. Like she's younger than you and I. And wait, she what? Is, no yes, way. Yes. Look up her age. I think she's like 28. And she has two children. Damn. And she's so successful and she really like life came at her really, really quickly in these past couple of years. And, you know, I think it's nice for her to take a a moment to herself and have her own like getting to know who she is now as Mm -hmm. an icon and a mother. And the WAP music video conceptualist. She is 31. She was born oh, okay. in 1992. Okay, so she's she's in between our ages. Yeah. So she's still really young, and I'm excited to see who she dates, and I'm excited to see the music that comes out of her single girl era. Facts. She it's hasn't put on good. an album in a minute, so. No. And this just makes me think, like, if she's been single for a minute now, like she said, remember when she threw a water bottle at the girly in Vegas? You know, maybe it, it oh, was just a tumultuous time. Yeah. Or no, she threw a mic, remember? Oh, yeah, a mic, a mic, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a water bottle. She fucking threw a mic at somebody's head. Yeah. So she was probably going through it at that time. That was like maybe two months ago. She said she's been single for a while now. She didn't know how to tell anyone. Yeah. I totally yeah. understand that as a public figure. And further proof to show, you never know what anyone's going through. So maybe just like talk to them first before you get upset. Okay, this final story, it will be a really quick one. I just think it's one of the most bizarre things I've ever heard in my lifetime. Heard or I'm so seen. tired of these two. I'm like I, I can't believe that this woman is still going along with it. Okay, Kanye Kanye West's wife, in quotes, because they're not legally married, Bianca Sensori, accessorizes her metal mesh bikini with a stuffed animal at Miami Nightclub. I want you guys to go look up these photos immediately. And I want you to tell me your thoughts. Because she's literally walking around in like a mesh, like a chain ma- mail teddy type of situation where it's like mm-hmm. a full thong covers her little v covers her boobs fully backless that's it it's like a few triangles of fabric not not that crazy for miami like but she's holding a huge cat stuffed animal over her front almost a scene like she's hiding behind it like she's uncomfortable mm-hmm. being this naked in public but she has this huge cat furry stuffed animal and she went to the club with it. And then also she went – she carried a stuffed animal to an Amina Muwadi fashion event in Dubai last month. And I'm just wondering, is Kanye trying to make fetch happen with these stuffed animals as part of accessories? Probably. Because you know he dresses her. Okay, so I just finished Julia Fox's – not just a few weeks ago, finished Julia Fox's uh, Down the Drain memoir. Oh, wow. What is What was? I listened to it on audiobook, which I think is the way to go because she narrates it and it's not, she's not like a great writer. So it's not like you need yeah. to like read the book. I think it's better when you hear it from her voice because her story is so wild, so crazy. I think I've mentioned this before, but she talks a lot about her time with Kanye. She can't mention him by name because, you know, NDA, whatever. And yeah. the way she says like 
he had to pre-approve everything she was wearing. If she showed up with, with an outfit that he didn't like or didn't approve, he would make her go home and change. Or, like, he made her friends be her stylist, but they weren't actually styling her. So he was just, like, paying them to tell her what he wanted her to wear. He, like, ruined friendships between her and her friends that he made her stylist. Like, one of them doesn't talk to her anymore and is, like, still one of, I think, actually styles Bianca now. Wow. And she just really put a spotlight on how – obsessed he is with whoever he's dating's mm-hmm. wardrobe and whatever persona they're putting out and treats them more like a doll than a woman like he doesn't actually care about this woman he just more cares about like what she looks like and if she's getting photographed and it's wild that he's he's doing this with a stuffed animal now you sent me a tiktok earlier today or last week about like um, it was like a woman talking about having a husband who like judges her outfits and stuff like that. <laughs> and, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, she. Yeah, yeah. This, it was about a girl that um, whose husband was into fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And him just having an opinion. Yes, and about he, it. And yeah. Kanye takes this to like a whole new level. Like I'm very much into fashion, but it's not like you know Jackie comes out sometimes. I'm like, that's not it. Like, I might say, like, yeah, like, that. I'm not feeling that or whatever. Or, like, oh, a but different not, shoe like, would be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're not, like, go change now. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, totally. On, or, like, oh, I'm not walking outside with you until you're in this different outfit. Yeah, yeah, no. He's, he doesn't have an opinion on fashion. He is the opinion for these girlies. And I hope Bianca's okay. I hope she's enjoying her time. Honestly. Girl. Blink twice if blink. everything's not okay. Bianca, <laughs> blink twice, sister. Let us know. We'll send an army. Oh, man. All right, let's get into some TV. You have a few things on here that I haven't seen yeah. or really heard about. First one is a show on Netflix that kind of just like randomly came up. Um, the show is called Obliterated. Um, it is like a TV show about like a joint task force in Las Vegas trying to stop a nuclear bomb from going off. But the twist is that like they thought they stopped the bomb and so they all got like shit faced and did a bunch of drugs. Mm-hmm. And then come to find out that's not the case. And they're trying to stop this nuclear w- bomb from going off while they're all like high on ecstasy slash tripping on shrooms slash like a bunch of other shit and it's just it's like it's a standard netflix movie it's not amazing it's not gonna win an oscar is there anyone like like recognizable in this movie or is it all new talent so did you did you ever watch um uh, teen wolf no so the main character is from teen wolf she was one of the werewolves her name is shelly henning i'm sorry i'm sorry a wolf yeah, on Teen Wolf. You never watched the show? Wolf. That's what I said. You said woof, and then you said werewolves. <laughs> you have to pronounce the L. So you brought up a point. Little Lamar had to go to speech therapy <laughs> for his W's in second grade, and clearly I had a regression in that moment, and I could not say wolf. I said wolf. wolf. There you go. <laughs> wolf. You're like Teen Wolf. I was like, <laughs> then I was like, oh, he's saying Teen Wolf. 
I'll let that one slide. But then you said he's a werewolf and teen wolf, and I had to call it out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to trigger little little Justin Lamar's um, insecurities. I just wanted to make sure you knew that there there is an L. In wolf. There is an L. That was my bad. I didn't even notice I did that until you said it back. And I was like, yeah, definitely. That's my bad. Um, <laughs> little Justin had issues with his S's and his W's. Uh, okay. Do you want to try again? No, not really. Okay. <laughs> I respect it. We'll move fast. So it was we'll a man from Teen Wolf is in this movie. Anyone else? Oh, girl. A, a female, an actress. Oh, okay. That that TV show okay. is in this movie. Okay. And it's like funny. It's very it has a lot of drugs, a lot of nudity, a lot of crass humor. Um it was it's whatever. It's kind of violent, so it's probably not a you show, but I'm sure Gonzo will watch it and think it's cute funny. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um next one is uh so the Squid Game, um Squid Game started a TV show or a game competition show on Netflix, which that in itself started a bunch of issues because people were like, the whole idea behind Squid Game was trying to tell us how bad it is that we have this sense of like wanting to look in on people making fools of themselves for money, for money. and how that's bad as a society. And then they took it a step further and like these people are dying and people are still watching and still want to. And then we go and make a fucking game show. Anyway, yeah. regardless, you know, clearly we didn't miss, we didn't, uh, understand that message of that uh tv show no. um the challenge winner my whelan is i think how you say her last name um is the winner she's this older woman not older but older lady anyway she the cash price was 4.56 million dollars and she hasn't gotten it yet and it's been like two weeks this seems like a lot of money for this game show to get the largest the largest amount of money six million uh largest amount of money in a single game show ever so this is like breaking all kind of records but supposedly she hasn't seen a dime let me ask okay what who pays like whose money is this that's paying the 4.56 is it the production's money is i think the so studio's i think they money is it netflix's raise money? the money the studio raises the money netflix raises the money and they create the pot so, so whoever whoever contributed to this pot is this a tax write off for them? Girl, do I look like a CPA? Well, I'm just wondering, like, if it's given as a donation, you know, like if you give a yeah. big donation to no, a political candidate, no, yeah, you can bad. write that off. Yeah, is it the same with game shows? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, if you're a CPA, let us know. Um, yeah. This is wild. I wonder what the holdup is. I'm going to say that they don't have $4.56 million to give, and they're having trouble pulling the funds to gift her. Like, also, how do you, you think, gift someone that? Well, first of all, what people don't realize is like um, like lottery, casino, yeah. um, gambling winnings, you have to pay, if, especially if it's a lie. If you go to Las Vegas and you win like a couple hundred dollars, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to claim it. Yeah. But if you go to Vegas and win like millions of dollars you have to claim that on your taxes and the yeah. rate at which you're taxed on um winnings is absurd like you think how much you get taxed on your income is a lot no you're talking like 30 40 something percent yeah. of your earnings is taxed and she'll probably get back. like a clean two million maybe i would yeah i would probably say yeah like 
out of that whole 4.5 amount, she'll probably take home two mil. That's why they say like a bunch of lottery winners wind up being broke again between how much they have to pay in taxes and the fact that they don't know how to manage their money. Don't know how to manage it, which is an interesting concept. Like when people slowly build wealth over time, it's like you slowly learn how to manage your money and that's how you build that wealth. So you build up these healthy habits. Whereas when you just are given millions of dollars at once, you have no habits. You don't know how to uh, manage it and budget it or save it or invest it. So they wind up broke as shit. So I hope she I hope she gets her money and I hope she doesn't wind up broke as shit. I hope she gets Um, her money too. She deserves the money. She was told she was going to be given the money. She signed up for the show. She put herself out there. She she deserves the money. Now, Justin, let me ask you a question. If you were awarded four point five, six million, even if you were awarded two million. Mm-hmm. Would you buy me a trip? Like, would you pay for a group trip for us? Maybe to that house in the south of France. That, that <laughs> the short answer to your question is yes. Yeah. Yes, I. Yeah. I'm very much a person of like, you know, celebrating my wins with people around me and you know people i choose to be with in my chosen family like clearly you can't go crazy um but it might be like hey pay for your flight to yeah. get here pay for your flight i'll pay the 100k for the house for the week. and i'll pay the 100k for the house but we can only eat things i like to eat uh, don't worry i don't think there's peanut butter in france <laughs> so i think you're you're safe I would take you guys on a trip. I would do like a big friends trip. Like I would get a really sick house and be like, whoever can get themselves here, you're invited. Well, not whoever. I'll send out some invites. I don't want to get like crazy. No, yeah. 100%. I think, yeah. Got to curate the vibe. Absolutely. Oh, that's. Invite no scrubs. I would, I would reforce all of my girls from my bachelorette to come and I would be like, look, we're going here. You're all coming. And then I would get to redo it as an adult. Redo redo what? Remember how I was saying, you know, like once you have a bachelorette trip, like your friends are never going to do that for you again, where you just like all oh. these random girlies. Like if I got this big yeah, of a yeah, payout, yeah. I would do like a a trip where I Another forced all my see, bachelorette girls to come. M- money isn't the only issue with that because like now, like I know one of your bats, your um, bridesmaids has two kids now. One has and the other, another two have like a kid on the way. So like just paying for like the house isn't going to be enough to where to get everybody to be able to go. I don't know. I think if I would, I, I think if I booked a hundred K for the week house in the South of France, the girlies would uh-huh. allow their husbands to watch their child. Their children. Oh, we're not invited. That's fucked up. Oh, you know what? Actually, you're right. You're right. You guys would be invited. It would be like a bachelor. Your my bachelorette party with their plus ones, and kids can come. Why can't a kid come to the south of France and run around? You know what else I'll bring? I'll bring my. I'll bring my mom. I'll bring Rosie. I'll bring Curly's mom. Damn. Damn. And then the moms and and Gonzo's mom, obviously my mother in law, and then the moms can hang with us all during the day and then at night when we want to get drunk when my mom would go to bed anyways she could just like stay in the house with the kids the moms could have like a mom and kids night we have it figured out i love this plan i love this plan for us okay maya i hope that's how you're spending your money when you when you finally get paid 
Let's talk about this last story. Or this Wait, last can TV I talk show. about the Selena Gomez holiday cooking show on HBO Max? I was lead. I was. I was leading you up to that. I was literally. Oh, saying, I thought you were gonna skip over it for sports. I was like, no, 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 no Selena. No, no. Okay, this is one of my favorite things to watch. It's like one I, of my simple pleasures. Have you yeah. watched any of the Selena and Chef shows? I watched like the very first episode, and that was it. When she made like eggs, like an omelet. Oh yeah, I love watching Selena and Chef because it reminds me that I am talented at cooking in comparison to these girlies, to Selena and her bestie Raquel, who don't even know how to use a knife. Selena obviously has gotten a lot better. But okay, so Selena and Chef has been out for a while, but they just came out with the new week we're getting weekly episodes, Selena and Chef uh-huh. for the holidays. And they're she's in like cute Christmassy outfits. And they're making, like, different versions of Christmas dinners. And the chefs mm-hmm. are there with her in person, which hasn't happened. Only It's only happened one other time because she started this while she was in COVID. It's usually all over Zoom. So now yeah. the chefs are getting to be there in person with her. And it's just so fun. It's fun when celebrities do these types of shows that are unscripted. And it really just shows, like, her personality and her mm-hmm. vibe. And she did say in the first episode that she's a crush on someone. Well, so she was hinting towards Benny, but it's a really it's a good good family content for when you're with your family this holiday season. Throw on yep. a Selena and Chef, good clean fun. Love it. Sports. All right, let's talk about sports. So probably the biggest like thing in sports that like I even had multiple people send to me slash talk to me about it slash it was all over my Instagram feed was. Um, the Angels pitcher, I'm going to butcher this name, so I apologize. Shohei Otani. Gonzo and I practiced. Damn. We practiced. Nice. Thank you. This guy just got signed a 10-year contract with the Dodgers for $700 million. Like, that's an insane amount of money. The biggest contract ever in sports, bigger than LeBron, bigger than Messi, bigger than No, anyone. not bigger than Messi. Messi got like a billion. Okay, you're right. Messi's overall contract was much bigger because he got like the rights to like TV rights and like to own a team after he's done. So just to break this down to everybody, what this looks like, that means he's making um, 70 million a year. He's making about 5.8 million a month, Mm -hmm. 1.3 million a week, about $191,000 a day. About eight grand an hour, about one hundred and thirty-three dollars a minute, and about two dollars and twenty-two cents a second. You know what? I would I would hate on this, but I'm just really happy for Shohei. I'm really I'm really happy for people that get these opportunities in this lifetime. I'm like stoked for them. That sounds iconic. I would love, you know, what would be so embarrassing if you tried to break out my salary like this, you know? What do you mean? Like if someone was like, this is how much Lindsay makes per year, per month, per day, per second, per hour. Like, <laughs> it would be, would be depressing. so sad. But Shohei just gets to proudly put it out there. And I'm happy for him. He oh, is man. an icon. And the Dodgers are an iconic team to be a part of. And this is just like great news for Shohei and Shohei's family. And I love that for him. Like I know God, nothing like, about I him. 
neither do I, but I feel like just the salary caps that they've been like just going over in sports has just been absolutely insane. I know. Um, I, I would like to hate on I think everyone knows my stance on how much money athletes make, but you know, it's yeah, oh, we've talked about it. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, that was like the biggest thing in sports. The other big thing in sports is that the NBA in season tournament has come to a conclusion. Um, Lakers defeated the Pacers over the weekend and LeBron got the MVP. Um, and the whole big discussion was this, uh, with this was, did it, was it success successful with drumming up attention around midseason and it did like people were watching people were talking about it because usually viewership with the nba really dives after thanksgiving and around the beginning of the year um, yeah until this, march like, madness until march madness but this like totally increased so they're definitely deeming it a success and this is probably gonna be a yearly ooh, excuse me a yearly thing of them um doing the end season tournament which they're mimicking after like football abroad and how they have different tournaments throughout the year. So um, I'm unaware of the Pacers. I've never heard of that team in my lifetime. Indianapolis. No, Indiana Pacers, Indianapolis Pacers. Nope, Is this like a right. new in, team? It. No. Have you I've heard about ne- Malice in the Palace? No. The big, huge riot between the Pacers and the Detroit Pistons it was oh, like never heard of the Pistons. Br- Pistons and Pacers oh. off my radar. So if it's not the Lakers or the Cavaliers or Golden State Warriors, you're like the Suns. What are some other NBA teams? You tell me. The Jams, the, the Nuggets. Whoa, 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 whoa! Back up. The Jams. Are like there J A M S? Yeah, isn't that like isn't that like the Vegas team jams, or <laughs> Chicago or something? Uh, isn't there the jams? The Utah Jazz. Oh, the Jazz, the Jazz. <laughs> you know what? Jazz is a jam, so I wasn't that far <laughs> off. I'm fucking dying. That was the Nuggets. That was one of the craziest things you've ever said. The jams. Do you know the Las Vegas? <laughs> I got the first two letters of the four-letter word correctly, so I, I think it's a win. If we Between did percentages, I'm And the jam and me and my wolves. <laughs> We're really on point today. We're really killing it. <sighs> Right. Yeah, so anyway. congrats to the Pacers. I mean, sorry, the Lakers. And yeah. who won again? LeBron. And congrats to LeBron. Uh, MVP. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. He just continues That's to That's all shine. I got for sports. That's all we got for sports, and it was a wonderful sports section. Thank you, Justin. You're welcome. Okay, you guys. Well, that's it for us. We have nothing else to blab on to you about. Actually, that's a lie. We could probably think of lots of other things to just blab on to you about, but we'll spare your ears and your time until next week, which we have to figure out, Justin, because anyways, we have to figure that out. You just made it weird now. (laughs) Sorry. Anyways, we hope you've had a stunning, wonderful time with us today. We've had a stunning, wonderful time with you because you're all stunning, wonderful human beings. And we're hoping you're having a fabulous holiday season in your pajamas. You're trying Pilates. 
and you're watching Selena and Jeff. Loves your lives. Later.